This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. You can email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here till 11 o'clock today, taking your computer calls, comments, questions, and concerns. And I knew you guys were out there. There's, uh, lines are all jammed up, so we'll get right to your calls. And we do thank you so much for calling us on this Saturday morning. And again, if you have any e-waste to get rid of, electronic waste like old TVs, anything electronic you want to get rid of, head over to Southington. They're doing a free e-waste uh, uh, collection, and uh, they're hoping to support middle school sports. You probably saw that on the news. Um, where in Southington we're having to raise our own money to keep middle school sports, and the parents are out there working their hardest to do so. And uh, if you want a way to get rid of your e-waste and support a cause at the same time, win-win. Let's go out to uh, Mike in Coventry next. Hey, Mike. Hey, guys. How you doing? Fine. How are you? Good. I uh, love the show. Listen every week. Thanks. Um, i got to give you some background on this one here. I have a Dell Precision 670 workstation. Uh, that was throwing a code for power supply. So I replaced the power supply and nothing changed. So when I was removing the new one, I took the fans out, and behind the fans I noticed I had two burst capacitors. Wow. So I'm assuming that's the cause of my power problems. Yep. In the meantime, um, I took my the original boot drive out, and mm-hmm. a friend of mine had said, try to, to boot it in another computer uh, so I can get my data off. Uh, oh no 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 no! That yeah, that did <laughs> did not work. Yeah, no, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's not in the computer world, is he? Uh, no, I think he's uh, he's an IT guy. But he is. Yeah. What? <laughs> you, you could do that back in the Windows ninety five days. Yeah. But not today. What is he? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. So so anyway, that obviously didn't work. No. I, I have a, um, a USB external uh, backup drive that also failed at the same time. Wow, you got bad luck here. Mike. Yeah, I certainly do. So I was just wondering if you guys had any suggestions outside of having someone replace the the two burst caps. Uh, is there another way I can possibly access the data on my oh, yeah. boot drive? So the thing he missed, the thing he screwed up on was telling you to boot off of that drive. Okay. You're not going to ever boot off of it because it wants to be in that machine. Yeah. So what you're going to do is attach it as a USB drive externally. And there are enclosures we've recommended. There are adapters. We even talked about this, I think, last week. Right. Um, where you can just go out and buy some adapters. You plug in this uh, SATA adapter that then turns into USB. It'll power the drive, and then you can go ahead and browse right over to the drive and get your data. Okay. So that shouldn't be a big deal. The external drive, though, you said that's damaged too? Yeah, and it's a Western Digital. And when I, I looked it up online, it says that you pretty much have to send it to a data recovery center. And that was your quote-unquote backup? That was my backup. Okay, so let's let's assume, though, you can still get your data off your primary. Okay. Because I would bet you can. What he screwed you up with is that booting. You can't boot up off of it the way you're thinking, unless you find an identical machine. Then it would probably boot. Okay. But uh, you just want to connect it to any other computer, any at all, and it'll show up as an external drive, browse to your data, copy it from that drive to the local machine, then make another copy to some other external drive you've purchased as well. So now you have a backup. Does it? Do you follow? Yeah. And actually, since you say that, the first thing that I did when that computer went down was I I took my boot drive out of that, 
put it into another computer as a slave or yeah. a secondary, whatever, mm-hmm. and it recognized the drive, and it would go in, and um, I could see that there was data in a certain folder, yeah. but there were no icons or anything. I couldn't, couldn't actually see it to access it. Uh, it appears to be encrypted somehow. What, what, what kind of data are you trying to get here, Mike? It's mostly um, music files. It, it was a recording okay. um, computer for recording music. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, well, if it's encrypted, that's a whole other issue. With the odds of you having a burst capacitor, failed power supply, failed backup, and then encryption, I mean, you'd be the unluckiest IT per, uh, unless computer user on the planet. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah, so what you're trying to do is put it in the machine like that as a drive, as a slave, is probably causing your trouble there, too. Okay. I think that the reason why uh, it wouldn't give it an icon and he couldn't recognize it is that data was music data was probably uh, created by some program, a specific program. It's MP3 though, right, Mike? Or yeah, is... it's, it's not showing my program files or my um, MP3s. Nothing. I can't. No pictures. No, no. All I can see is. So you want to go in to under folder options and make sure that it's checked off to show hidden files. Yeah, I tried that too. All right. Well, again, this is putting it in as an IDE drive physically inside the machine, not using a USB connection like we're talking about, correct? Right, right. Again, I have to hope that this drive is not damaged, right? It couldn't be damaged. You didn't drop it or anything while you were doing your stuff, did you? No, no. It was, it's just what happened was the computer just shut off one day, yeah. and that's when it started giving me the, when, the error code. When, right. you, when you put it in the other machine and tried to boot it, it might have damaged No, let's not oh, give him that. Yeah, well, if it did, you got to go ahead to that guy who told you to do that and, you know. <laughs> But uh, I think you can still you sh- get your data. I think you can, too. So try it just as a USB interface. Okay. Uh, most likely you're having trouble trying to connect it to the controller and put in the proper drive geometry, and it's not reading the drive size properly. How old is the machine you're, pr- you're trying to put it into? Oh, it's, it's, I bought this at the old um, at, at Pratt & Whitney, the old store they used to have over that's there. That's the one you're trying to stick this drive into? No, that's the one that failed. Oh, okay. So it's an old drive, small drive, yeah. and, you're trying to, and you're trying to put it into a newer computer. Hmm, that should be that should be a little better than the than the opposite. Just try the USB trick, and if that doesn't work, you will have to try OnTrack or something like that for data recovery. Okay, so there, you said there's an adapter you have to get. Well, you can yeah. So basically, you're going to turn it into an external USB hard drive. Yep. And uh, we have docs that we can we linked last week. We can relink them for you if you want to see them in the. But if you look on our page, you'll see them in our archive links. Um, some options for you as far to, as far as uh, docs now. Is this running an IDE hard drive because it's one of those old Pratt & Whitney's? Is it one of those mini ribbon pin, like a big gray ribbon? No, no, it's a SATA. It is SATA, okay. The uh, computer he's talking about, if it's as old as I think it is, Yeah. Dell had a uh, problem with a bunch of those. And back years ago, you used to be able to talk to Dell, and they could send you out a kit so that you could replace those uh, capacitors that burned up. Yeah, but that's a long time ago. Uh, I wouldn't count yeah. on doing that today. And there aren't very many people that can actually do that because you have to unsolder them and solder them back into the motherboard. Yeah, forget it. And you didn't. And you didn't encrypt this drive, right, Mike? No, I didn't do it myself. Now. Well, yeah, and you, but you don't even know if it was encrypted, do you? Uh, no, not that I know of. That'd be the that'd be the worst thing here is that you're ignorantly running the machine encrypted and not knowing it, um, which is which could happen when you buy you know used technology, right? Now, would it would it make sense that or have anything to do with if the Music files were stored in in the My Documents no. folder. No. That, that won't matter. You okay. should be able to browse to that folder if you stick it on there as a uh, external drive and get your files off of it. So, 
The encrypted piece is the only question mark is if that system was encrypted, but I doubt it was. It's an old box, right? Yeah. Running Windows 7? Uh, no, it's XP. What? Yeah. All right, Mike. Yeah, All right, now we're starting to get to the point where you kind of deserve to lose this data, right? <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Well, it was working fine because I, I didn't even really connect on uh, to it online except to update some of my recordings. If I had a nickel for everybody that said it was working fine, then all of a sudden I'd be driving a better car. I'd be driving a Tesla. Just kidding. I can't afford those things. Um, so, yeah, try to connect it up the way we talked about it, Mike, and you should be able to see it fine. Okay, that's what I'm going to try, guys. All right, good luck. All right, thank you. Yep, bye-bye. Have a good one. Yep. XP, man. We got to pronounce that thing dead. I got a feeling it's not going to die for a while. Oh my goodness! It's probably like still six percent of the market out there with it. Let's go on to uh, Joe in Windsor. Hey Joe, what's, what's up? How you doing, guys? Fine. How are you? All right. Until now. Uh oh. Um, I have a Samsung Galaxy S5, and I've been using the um, 1080 News Talk app. Okay. For quite a while. Great. For Red Sox news, and especially your show. Oh, great. We like to hear well, that. Well, I used the latest update a couple days ago, and the app disappeared. All right. You should be able to just go back out to the App Store and download it again. It's not there. <gasps> I went to Play, Play Store, and I searched every different direction, all different things. I get five different apps, and none of them will let me get TIC. Hmm. And I can't find it. I've got it on my computer, my desktop, but I can't carry that around all the time. Well, we're, no, it, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't specifically a WTIC. I think it was. Um, I wasn't it the. Uh, what's it called? Bob. Uh, I uh, I radio or radio something. I can't think of what the app was called. It isn't called WTIC specifically. It's a specific CBS. Uh, iHeartRadio. Yeah, was it iHeartRadio or something like that? I don't remember what you because it didn't have a WTIC logo on it, did it? Um, if it's the same one, it's on my on my computer. It's a, it's exactly that. Interesting. Let me open up my computer right now. I'm looking at it, no sound. Get the sound. Like radio.com or something like that. This is TIC News Talk 1080, and at the top it says, you know, the HTTP. It's TuneIn.com Radio. There it is. TIC. So TuneIn.com. So you're using some sort of app called TuneIn okay. to listen to us. So you're you're streaming us in a in a through an app called TuneIn, right. um, and that might be the issue here. Is that app might have gone away, and you need a different um, app for streaming. Now, yeah, when I I went to the Play Store and they gave me five or seven. One is Croatia Radio, and it, there's a whole bunch. Of, <laughs> <laughs> I. I don't know that language. I hear you. So here's what, what's happening here is you're actually tuning in the broadcast rather than streaming the broadcast. So there are two different things there. You're listening to the radio still in a stream fashion, but it, as it was broadcast rather than as it was meant to be streamed to you. So let me try to find the proper streaming methodology that TIC would prefer you use. I okay. bet you if we go to WTIC's website, we'll find that for you. They have links uh my wife listens to the show on a computer every week, and it's usually delayed by about yeah, know, a minute or two. It'll be delayed. Yeah. yeah. I've got it on right now. Yeah. So most likely there's a good app for you, Joe. We'll put a link up there for you um, so that okay. considering that we are doing the show, we don't have a reason to listen to ourselves. So I wouldn't know off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> well, on a slow day, at least someone will be there. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Okay. Uh, so I'll put a link up there for you, Joe. Okay. All Thank right. you very much. You're welcome. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. 
sometimes what happens on these app stores, whether they're Apple or Android, they decide to clear them off because of some sort of vulnerability or some sort of malicious content that they're delivering. So, you know, he could have found a quote unquote tune in app or something like that that was not necessarily kosher. And uh, the Play Store would get rid of it. So we want to find a, a more vetted or recommended methodology to listen to uh, WTIC uh, through an app. And I'm sure there is out there. I just don't have it off the top of my head. Uh, let's go take a quick break here, Matt. And uh, Ed and Bill, hang on. This is Computer Talk. Two lines open for you. We're here till 11. We'll be right back. Yes, Pat Benatar is in Durham. And, and we... <laughs> And Matt's playing the hits, and we appreciate that. Uh, so a quick uh, update on the last caller. We did check. TuneIn is still an app on the uh, Android store. So I don't know what's up with your individual uh, phone uh, or device, unless um, maybe it's less compatible with um, your version of Android. That could be the case. Uh, maybe uh, they did something to change it. Um, but we'll put that link up there for you so you can go ahead and download it again. Um, even right from TuneIn. Um, usually more advised to go to the store. But unfortunately, the iOSs of Android devices are all different flavors, and sometimes the apps upgrade and they're only compatible with newer versions of the Android operating system. And that's true also for Apple, by the way. Uh, Apple had a release of their iOS 11, and Office 365 didn't work anymore, and anything running Exchange 2016 didn't work anymore. For mail, you had to use a new... Uh, mail client, and that was pretty uh, made things pretty upsetting for Apple users when they upgraded to the latest and greatest shiny new iOS 11. Uh, let's go to Bill in Windsor next. Hey, Bill. Good morning. How are you? Today? Doing, doing fine. How are you? Good. Good. Thank you. I have a question basically regarding emails. I'm using MacMail. I have a Comcast email address, and for the most part, I am experiencing no problems. All right. I didn't receive PDFs. I think PDFs are sent to me. There's a situation where a company that I do work for has sent uh, an email with a PDF attachment to a major U.S. corporation. Uh, the primary contacts receiving the email, as well as the two secondary CC individuals. I was listed as the uh, last CC with my Comcast email. Yeah. And I never received my emails on those, but the other individuals did. In perhaps a similar situation, an individual with a different company was on vacation, so he logged into his company's email, work email from home mm-hmm. and sent me an email, and those emails never got received either. So, so I'm trying to determine, is this a problem with the Comcast at my end? Is this a time problem with the, the person sending it? Right. Or is there any easy way I can kind of troubleshoot the where the problem lies? Well, welcome to our world, Bill. Um, to tell you, so basically, logically speaking, if the other folks received the email and you didn't, it's not them, it's you, right? So you can just use that logic that the fact that the email was sent and it went to two others, it didn't go to you. Now, the sender may have received something called a bounce back. Did not. So then again, there's, they did, they didn't, they were not made aware that the email never got to you, which is a little bit of a problem. Um, that can occur if you have spam settings that, for some reason, looked at this ma- message that was sent as spam. Okay. Because uh, bounce backs are something you don't typically set for spam. You don't want the spammer to know that you are there. You just let their mail go into a black hole. Right. So I would think it's your problem. 
on this particular email uh, issue for whatever reason. It could be a spam setting um, with Comcast that you have your spam settings a little too high, and they're seeing these emails with attachments as um, at risk, or they're sending you something. Go ahead. It seems to only occur... Uh, I get emails from this company all the time with PDF attachments. It seems to only occur when I'm being copied, when it's going to another company, and I'm being copied as, as a CC in the CC email. Right. Again, it's People still... the primary company receive it. I don't. Yeah. It's still you, though, because you're the one not receiving it, and they're not getting a bounce back. Okay. If the other folks are still receiving it, it's being sent. Right? So it's not like... Yes. Or... or the last piece of this bill, they're not getting a bounce back. They've got your email address typed in incorrectly. Yeah, we got that. We resolved that issue. We did the logical thing. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think it might be something with your spam setting. That's really all you can deal with um, that okay. I can think of. Or set up a different account. Set up a test account, like a free Gmail account, and have them send to that just as a test. If you want to see it's them in some way. Okay. But I bet you it's it's you on your Comcast account. Something same, same situation for the person that sent from a home home server to his work uh, email and sent the uh, the quotation from there. You'd be the CC again. Uh, no, I was the primary. He he was on vacation, so he logged into his company email address yeah. and sent from there to me. Instead of what probably would have been logical was just sending it to me in the first place and not going to his company. But right, but he you, he got no bounce back and you never received the message, right? That's correct in that situation. Yeah. So again, it must be something in your settings for spam, or maybe you're you're full. I mean, my Cox mailbox recently full, filled up pretty big to the point where uh, it was blocking certain emails from coming um, until I cleaned it out. So it could be something like a space issue. The attachments just a little too big, tipping something over on your account that does occur as well okay so it wouldn't be a situation where the primary contact was at a major company there's two other individuals were at the same company and my email was different it does not matter no that would not be the if your email address is spelled properly and they didn't get a bounce back then there's something wrong with your mailbox okay or it got to your mailbox or it was blocked as spam for some reason because of what you've set as your threshold okay I think you're set Really, uh, liberal, but I'm going to have to check. Take a peek. Yeah. All right. I got to go. Hey, Bill, can, can you hold over? Because I have to go yeah. to the news. Yeah. All right. Hang on one sec. We're going to go off to the news. And uh, Ed, Dill, and Jan, as well as Bill, will be right back. We're gaining on them. I'm wasted on cross country. We dwarves are natural sprinters. Very dangerous over short distances. There we go, Matt. We knew you could find the, the video. That was in honor of Tesla winning the quarter mile. Drag race against all those. Dangerous and short distances. Short distances. I mean, they would have had to push it back to the beginning of the start line after it expended its ludicrous speed, and the Porsche would have just, you know. And just watch out for white trucks. Yes, <laughs> be careful with white <laughs> trucks. All right, let's move on to uh, Ed in North Haven. Oh, no. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Bill, I'll get right to you in a second. Ed, go ahead. Hey, good morning. Morning. I have, have a couple of questions. Uh, sure. Number one, I've been using Mozilla Firefox. And Yahoo. Yep. And I've got uh, a lot of junk in my cache. Yes, you I'm do. Wonder if, if you would post the um, necessary routine to uh, clear that out. Oh, I sure. Do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number two, there was a gentleman on before uh, my call. Yeah. And um, he was having a problem and so forth retrieving 
some information when his uh, computer failed. Yes. And I've got an old XP, and I've got a similar situation where uh, I went to turn it on. And it's not, it's dead, okay. right? Yeah, yeah. I think that the uh, uh, software package is probably corrupt at this point. Mm-hmm. No, I've been taking in, i listened to you over the years, and yeah. I've been taking in uh, using flash drives, and I've been recovering letters and so forth. But uh, okay. what I'd like to do is to uh, have you post that particular... Uh, Little uh, little gadget that you use to plug in and so forth. Yeah. I like to go in there and verify that I pulled everything off. Of course, and, and that would be uh, great if you could post that also. Probably already done, Ed. We'll do that for you right away. Boy, you guys are fast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, it's a great show. Thanks very much for your help. I appreciate it. Thanks for calling. Bye bye. Have right. a good day. You too. Bye bye. All right, we'll get back to Bill, who I promised I'd get back to after the break. Sorry, Bill. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Uh, my last question was, for, this is regarding with the Comcast email. Yep. For business purposes, would it be better for me to set up my own email through my own domain and not use Comcast at all, as opposed to using a Comcast email? Um, well, it depends, right? You're always going to be Bill at comcast until comcast is pur- purchased by pillsbury and then you'll be bill at pillsbury and okay. maybe that's not something you want to be connected to um right now you're bill at comcast so if you were bill at whatever your company name is if you bought your domain that would never change as long as you keep paying for the rights to your uh, your domain your new domain you'd still would use comcast's boxes okay. to house your messages because you don't want to pay somebody else you could do that too but they're all they're all problems everywhere. If you pay for any third party email, you're still going to have issues. May as well deal with the devil that's paying. It's giving you your internet as well. I would contend. Yeah, true. But if you want to be at something else, you have to buy your own domain, and then Comcast should be able to allow that for you to happen, where you can actually have your email sent to Bill at whatever your company name is. I have I do have something set up like that, but I've never used it for business purposes yet. For the primary reason, it's going to require me to get. That's the number of people to change emails right. to a new email. And, and I can and tell you... Can send out all their own notices, but probably 2% would respond. Yeah, and, and I'm telling you, your problem is so minor, and this problem can move to the other other mailbox as well, that to okay, make a change like true. that just for this is not necessarily the way I would tell you to go. I'd tell you to try to figure out why that email is not working. Maybe clean out your box, change your, your spam settings. Okay, I'll, I'll check into that. Thank you. Thanks for your help today. I appreciate it. Enjoy right. listening to your show. Thanks, Bill. Thank you. Take care. Yep, bye-bye. All right, moving on to Dill in East Windsor. Hey, Dill. Hey. What's up? Hey, I got I got malware bytes and security essentials. Yep. I run malware bytes every day, security essentials every day or so, mm-hmm. and they never catch anything. I, I don't understand. Are they not working? Are you are you not going anywhere? Are you, so you're well, saying? Use, you're, yeah, I'm on the internet a lot. Do you have OpenDNS running as well? What is that? OpenDNS is a secure way to be on the internet. No. So you should consider that. But you're you're wondering why those two tools are not are not finding any viruses, correct? Correct. And you feel that you should be just riddled with viruses on a regular basis. Well. You, doesn't that happen? 
Not if you have the security tools in place that we told you about. So if you run OpenDNS and basic antivirus like you're running, you're not going to get hit with viruses. You shouldn't have to constantly see viruses on your system. It shouldn't okay. be it shouldn't be a norm that your machine is sick all the time. Okay, but it's it's not even indicated anywhere that they found anything. Well, they, uh, there's an indication that they ran, correct? They've run yeah, and they're Oh all, yes, yes. That's what you they that's the indication you want. It's, that's okay. exactly what you're hoping for. <laughs> okay. So open DNS, you think I should have on there? Yeah, it's not really something you have on. It's something you configure. So if you want to oh, okay. even great, even even make your antivirus less work less hard, use open DNS as okay. well. And uh, it's, it's a completely normal thing to not find anything. That's exactly what you want. Unless you oh. think you're going to such nasty places on the internet that you should be infected. No. I'm Do you have not. a guilty conscience? No, it really, <laughs> it really bothers me because I do a lot of my work on it and I pay bills on it and all that. Making you nervous. You can't poss- you can't possibly be clean, right? You can't possibly have a clean computer. You do. Well, I guess you, I would I would tell you, rest assured, generally, that you're fine. Well, I thank you so much. You made me feel a whole lot better. You're welcome. You made my day. All right, thanks. Bye bye. Yeah, it's okay. I'll tell you right now. I think I told you the story with the with the with the protections we have in place that we recommend: Open DNS and just the built-in Windows Defender on five computers in my home. Myself, my wife, and three boys. We've only been hit with malware once. When I lowered the defenses and let my kid search Japanese baseball players. Yeah, but that that had a cause and effect. If it you did. Will. Yeah. Otherwise, when we run a scan, guess how many viruses pop up? See, that was caused zero. That was caused by a glass of Merlot. It was. <laughs> I've switched to cab. Actually, it's carb. It's called. Uh, I call it carb. Carbonet. It's out of a Cabernet? box. Carbonet. Okay. Mine comes out of a box. I can't afford it. Oh, cardboard. Cardboard. <laughs> cardboard. All right. Well, Matt wants me to take a break. All right, so we'll step out for a quick break, get to Mark, Jan, and Gene. This is Computer Talk. We're here till 11 o'clock. And, of course, if you've got e-waste, that just sounds nasty. Uh, if you get any kind of old computer technology waste, TVs, junk you want to get rid of for free, head over to Southington. They're doing a, um, a collection until 3 o'clock today right at the high school, right there in the center of uh, the state of Connecticut. Perfect place to get rid of your junk. We'll be right back. This is for you, Dale. And for Durham and Pat Benatar. Get nervous. It's okay if your antivirus comes up clean. Don't get nervous. I don't remember this tune. Do you remember this tune, Matt? Uh-huh. No. I do. It makes make me all <laughs> tense. So it's okay. If your antivirus comes up clean, it doesn't mean doesn't mean you have to worry. Unless you're going places you don't think you should be going and you got a guilty conscience. Um but uh, that's what antivirus. Just because you're clean doesn't mean you're not clean. <laughs> I can't well, if you go I said to the that. Durham Fair and listen to Pat Benatar, there's no reason to get nervous. No reason to get nervous. Let's go on to Jan in New Britain. Hey, Jan. Hey, who's this, Bob? This is both of us. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm a Vietnam era vet. I got ADHD. My hearing's not great. I'm right. technically inept, basically. Well, thank ah. you for your service. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Uh, okay, here's the deal. Uh, I was I went on Microsoft Edge last night, mm-hmm. and I clicked on one of their interesting sidebar things, pictures. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I got the sirens going, the you know warning, dire warning. Right. I had to call this number right away. And you didn't call it, right? 
No, I did not call it. Good. I looked it up on my phone. I found out it was a scam phone. I couldn't. I couldn't shut off the browser though. Yeah, you had a little browser hijack going on there. Yeah, I, I looked up. The, uh, there's a community that that deals with this, and they had some procedures to follow on my iPhone. Mm-hmm. But I could not follow the procedure. The browsers didn't come up in the uh, task administrator. It didn't come up like the the example. Mm-hmm. So I could not. I highlighted the uh, Microsoft Edge in app history. I think it was, mm-hmm. but I couldn't follow the next step, which was end task. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Then I tried a system re- restore. Wow. I gave up after twenty minutes or so. You know, last time I did a system restore, I think they they, they got done in like five minutes or right something like that. It can be quick, depending depending on how long it's been since you've done one. It has been a while, but I only went back like three days. That's kind of what I meant. I didn't, you're, oh. It's how far back you – how much change has occurred between the last time you did it, uh, backed oh, okay. up, and the last time you did it. So it now, take a real long time? It, uh, I mean, you could, but the, my question here for you is every time you bring up the Edge browser, are you stuck at this hijack? Uh, Yeah. Okay. It, it comes up right, – yeah, I'm afraid to do anything. Right, uh, let, the, the screen I have right now – is the system restored did not complete successfully? Mm-hmm. Your system files, blah blah blah. Right. And try it again or close it. And I just want to leave it there and and get some information from you guys. Yeah. You you can speak like as though I'm a child because I have trouble following a lot of information. No sweat. And for the hearing, yeah. So I would not be upset if you you know. No. No, no problem. We'll try to keep it as simple for everybody. Uh, okay. You have some sort of browser hijack, meaning your browser is doing something you don't want it to do. Uh, Malwarebytes is a tool that might be something you want to run on your computer to see if it can detect anything. Okay, spell that for me, please. Uh, Malwarebytes. Uh, the easier option for you to, to, would be to go to our our website. So oh, okay. I'll spell that for you. Computer Talk with Tab. Okay. The name of the show. Talk I'm sorry, t- computer talk with tab. Yep. Dot com. With tab. Dot com. Okay. Go to the show. Go to the live links area, and we'll put a link up there for malware. The live links area. It's right there. Live the links link area. Okay. Yep. That'll show a list of links for the show today. Okay. And in there will be malware bytes, and okay. it'll, it's a software you want to download and run, and see if it can clear up this issue for you. Okay, so I just click on malware bytes and download it and run it. Okay, and it's going to give me directions how to download it, right? Uh, yes, that should be I there. Really know how to, I don't know how to do any of those things. Yeah, uh, I'm a writer. I just basically use you know a very minimal. Is this a portable uh, machine, Jan, or is yeah, this? It's a laptop. It's All a right, Lenovo five uh, B570. I just have a thought for you that you can you know think consider. Okay, sure. Are you part of the American Legion? Uh, no. No. Thinking if you wanted to bring it by that hall or even a senior center with uh-huh. your laptop, I can tell you there's a lot of folks out there that would love to help you. Oh. If you okay. brought it to a, if you brought well, it. Of course, that would be a, tr- uh, a little bit of a tr- problem. Oh, uh, it would be. Uh, yeah, I could do that sometime. Yeah, there's okay. a lot of great folks there that you know would probably work with you and try to assist because if you haven't used computers much, you know – and you don't have access to anybody that can give you a, fit, a personal touch right there. That would be something you should consider. Um, but you want to run malware bytes, and it should give you some some instruction there. And okay. then I'd consider also configuring OpenDNS, but that also might be a heavy lift. 
um, if you're not much of a computer user. I have heard of it, though. Yeah, I'm sure. I yeah. have somebody in my family that's a tech... Uh, you do? Tech geek, yeah. Are they, are they local? Yeah, but, but there's not a good family relationship there. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I understand. But, uh, but I did hear him speak about that years ago. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a good tool. Um, I, I just how would, would I download that or upload that? Or it's whatever? more of instructions, so you have to read about how to implement it. Uh, in your network, and that would allow you to surf more safely um, and protect okay. you from these things. You don't really have to do too much to configure it, um, but you have to follow the instructions. Um, How would I get started on it? Again, computertalkwithtab.com, the name of our show. Go to our live oh, links, oh, okay. and they'll yeah. be right there for you. And the OpenDNS thing will be there? Oh, yeah. It's there a million times. Okay. You're probably answering my, my next questions already. But are any? Uh, you, I just heard you say that uh, I need. To, uh, I'm a writer, and I need the uh, computer basically for research. Mm-hmm. Um, what would be the best, safest uh, antivirus, anti-malware, anti-whatever? Yeah. Open you know? DNS is the key, really. That's a uh, that's a safer way to search. So if you're doing any kind of research on any topic, yeah. if you're doing it naked on the internet. You're going to find yourself in all sorts of bad places. I mean, you can search naked while you're searching. That's up yeah, to you. It wasn't even a bad but, site. It wasn't even a porn site. It was, a, <laughs> it was something. I don't even know. It was like an interesting thing. People do this or whatever. And it was on the Microsoft. Edge yeah. Oh, I know. As soon as it came up. So yeah. I thought it was safe. I thought they. No, nothing's safe. Know. Assume everything is not safe. So if you have. I, I am now. I yeah. Am. If you have OpenDNS, you'll be a lot safer and you won't okay. be surfing naked anymore. And, and you, said, you said you had two things for your your whole family. Yeah, we use OpenDNS, like I talked about, and yeah. we use the free Windows Defender antivirus on our computers, and that's it. That's it? Yeah, and we use malware bytes if we ever get infected, of which we have uh, not, except for that one time. Okay, and what was the free Windows? Uh, Windows Defender is built into your operating system already. It should probably already be running on. Uh, so I should be able to access it, right? It's probably already there. Unless you have Windows 7, then you went... I have Windows 10. 10, so you've got it. You've already got it, yeah. So if I just close the system restore thing? Close the system restore thing, go to our website, download Malwarebytes, run it, see if okay. it takes it takes uh, care of this issue with Edge. Right. You may also cool. want to consider not using Edge anymore and use Chrome. Ah, Okay. Yeah, I think I got sucked in by their advertising. I know. Paper than everything else. Yeah, Microsoft is like that. They suck you in. Another thing you might want to try also is go to the control panel under Internet Options and go all the way over to the left side and click the Advanced tab. And down in the lower part, it'll say Reset, and it'll reset your browser settings the factory original and that might get rid of the settings that are bringing you back to the hijack every time mm-hmm. okay so go go into control panel and uh okay if you figure out how to do that okay oh. just type in control in the search oh, oh okay all right yeah we're all coming right. up against a hard yeah. break all right hey thanks a lot guys you guys are great well, thank you a whole lot but you guys are great no and you are too again thank you for your service and uh good luck and we'll if you have any, else. yeah, let, well, let us know if we need to help you again. We'll be here next Saturday. I will. All right. All right, Jan. I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this lovely Saturday morning. Stick around. Dr. Leslie will be up next with Healthy Rounds, giving you a second opinion on your health advice. Everything's been posted, tweeted, and Facebooked for you by Mike G. He does it live. 
See you next week. And thanks, Matt, for producing.